Lord have mercy upon us. Christ have mercy upon us. Lord have mercy upon us. Christ hear us. Christ hear our prayer. God the Father in heaven have mercy upon them. God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon them. God the Holy Ghost, have mercy upon them. Holy Trinity, three in one, have mercy upon them. Holy Virgin Mary, pray for them. Holy Mother of God, pray for them. Blessed Virgin of all virgins, pray for them. Holy St. Michael, pray for them. All holy angels and archangels, all holy choirs of blessed spirits, holy St. John the Baptist, pray for them. All holy patriarchs and prophets, holy St. Peter, holy St. Paul, holy St. John, pray for them. All holy apostles and evangelists, holy St. Stephen, holy St. Lawrence, pray for them. All holy martyrs, Holy St. Gregory, Holy St. Ambrose, pray for them. Holy St. Jerome, Holy St. Augustine, pray for them. All ye holy bishops and confessors, all ye holy fathers of the church, all ye holy priests and Levites, all ye holy monks and hermits, pray for them. He enters the place early in the morning, before daybreak. He heats the big stove in the kitchen with the wood he has brought in from outside, fills the steamer with potatoes and water, puts the steamer full of potatoes on the stove plate. He goes out of the kitchen, down the long, windowless corridor, and over to the cowshed. The cows have to be fed and milked twice a day. They stand side by side in a row. He speaks to them quietly. He is in the habit of talking to animals while he works in the shed with them. The sound of his voice seems to have a soothing effect on the cattle. Their uneasiness appears to be lulled by the regular sing-song of that voice, the repetition of the same words. The calm, monotonous sound relaxes them. He's known this kind of work all his life. He enjoys it. He spreads a layer of fresh straw over the old one, fetching it from the barn next door. There is a pleasant, familiar smell in the shed. Cows don't smell like pigs. There's nothing sharp or assertive about their odor. After that, he fetches hay. He gets that from the barn, too. He leaves the connecting door between the barn and the cowshed open. While the animals feed, he milks them. He is a little worried about that. The cows aren't used to being milked by him. But his fears that one of them will refuse to let him milk her had been unfounded. The smell of the cooked potatoes drifts over to the cowshed. Time to feed the pigs. He tips the potatoes out of the steamer and straight into a bucket, where he crushes them before taking them to the pigs in their sty. The pigs squeal when he opens the pigsty door. He tips the contents of the bucket into the trough 
and add some water. That's his work done. Before leaving the house, he makes sure the fire in the stove is out again. He leaves the door between the barn and the cowshed open. He pours the milk from the cans straight on the dunghill. Then he puts the cans back in their place. He would go back to the cowshed that evening. He'd feed the dog, who always cringes away into a corner, whimpering when he arrives. He'd tend the animals. And while he worked, he would always take great care to give a wide berth to the heap of straw in the far left-hand corner of the barn.